Welcome to House Talk Radio, where you'll hear from experts across the country educating you on all things house. Here are your hosts, Tony and Wendy Gambone. Welcome to House Talk Radio. My name is Tony Gambone, and I'm here with my beautiful wife and boss, Wendy Gambone. <laughs> Most of the time, not always. Yeah. Uh, anyway, excited about today's show, Wen. Yes. Uh, and if you're if you're not in the Houston area, then you know it's probably sunny. But right now here, it's very rainy and overcast and humid, and it's just a regular summer day in Houston. So lucky if you're not here. Anyway, so want to talk about a couple things before we get on the show today. We've got a, yep. an incredible guest today who's going to be talking about how to make your moving experience when you buy a new property. Well, it's kind of like a home run hit, yeah. right? Okay. And playing off baseball, which no one's sitting in the stands anymore. Oh, I know. This could be a whole new way of going about it. But I want to talk to you today about a couple things before we get started, right? One is you can go to Tough Talk radionetwork.com and find out more about uh, the show, being a guest on the show. We're always looking for people who can bring value to people that live in a house, want to buy a house, want to sell a house, want to remodel a house, want to insure a house. If it has the word house in the sentence, you could be a fit for the show. And we're always looking to market those opportunities for those people out there. Right now with Corona going on, uh, my my wife and I have been able to come up with an idea well, given to us. We came up with it. But. Well, <laughs> given to us by a very good friend. Yes. Okay. And let's tell the truth. He's our coach in growing our business. And what he said was, let's look at doing uh, a uh, remodel of a room in the house to make it a home office. Most people uh, are now working from home and didn't have that opportunity before. And they didn't have the opportunity of having their children oh, yes. involved. What did they say? Something about Janie now wants dad to be a judge in the beauty contest while he's trying <laughs> to get on a call yeah. for his team. So there's a lot of, lot of chaos going on there. And then, you know, the spouse, one or the other, is probably the female because they all say that the men talk too loud. Mm -hmm. They can't hear on their call. So maybe there's some soundproofing going on. Maybe there's a... Well, monitors need to be hung. There's just a whole bunch of things. And yes, because with the whole Zoom thing, people don't even think about the lighting aspect, the, the sound in the room, how you sound, how you look. I know a lot of companies, maybe it isn't a big deal how you sound or look. You can be in your pajamas and it's not a big deal. But there's some, maybe some corporate stuff situations where that's not a good idea and you want to look your very best because you're representing the company that you work for. So, Well, and we've seen... <laughs> we've seen the nostrils of people. Yes. We've seen the tops of their heads. Yes. Uh, we've seen their necks. Chin down. Yeah. yeah and, and and look, you know, it took a lot of practice for Wendy to get me to look this good on this screen. So we understand. But that's something that we're looking to work with people in the uh, Houston area. If you're looking to redo a room, whether it's a game room, if it's a media room, a garage. Uh, an attic. There's a lot of three yeah. three car garages now. That little third space that really can't fit in too much unless you have a boat. It would be a great office space. And if you're like us, you're empty nesters, and the kids moved out, and you want to make sure they don't move back in. <laughs> yeah. We can do both bedrooms. There you go. His and her office. His and her office. Yeah. Okay. So that's one way to eliminate that opportunity. So I want to talk about our guest today. Yes. 
just really excited about that for us to find other people to come on and be able to share what they're doing, not only in other parts of the country, but even outside the country. Our guest today is in Canada. Canada. Yes. Very right? cool. Yeah. And I'm going to let you, cause you're so good at it. I say his first name, Justin. No, no, the last... <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I'm going to say it's Lone Carrick, but I've been wrong so many times. And folks, I do this so my host can look so much better at this. Uh-huh. You know, so I, I don't want to waste too much time. There's trying. Justin. We'll let Justin tell us how yeah, to Yeah, welcome to the show, time. Justin. Hi, Justin. Hi, so you hit the net. You hit it perfect. You're probably the oh, first no. person. <laughs> There's the a first time for everything. Well, no, that just means that the next 10 people aren't going to get their <laughs> right. name right. So uh, right. I, I'm okay. Okay. Well. This is a good way to start it off. We got it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so tell everyone where you're from and originally and where you're calling in from today. So I'm, I haven't moved very far from where I'm from originally, but um, I'm, I live in a town called Burlington, Ontario, Canada, which is just about 30 minutes from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Um, that's, they consider it the golden horseshoe. Um, and um, I've been doing business here for um, 15, 20 years, but... I also tell people I've been doing it for 40 years because uh, my mom's been doing it since before I was born and my grandmother before that. So I've been stuffing envelopes since I was yay tall. (laughs) Family thing. Yeah, that's awesome. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And so um, you have been in the arena of real estate for a while, right? And from what I understand, I, you might have been forced into it. Yeah. Um, but child labor's nothing wrong with that. But you know, <laughs> the truth of it is, it's a great profession yes. because no matter where you move to in the country in or the outside world, of the country, really, yeah. yeah, there's that opportunity. I mean, there's only one other better job, I guess, is bartending where you can move anywhere and get a job, right? <laughs> but with COVID, it's I think you're hitting the top level of yeah. opportunity there. So. Tell us how long you've been personally doing uh, real estate. So I've, I'm almost 16 years in now. Um, and it's nearly half my life now, which is crazy. So, uh, but yeah, no, they, it's, it's an interesting industry because, you know, no matter what people go through in any part of the country, whether it's COVID or any kind of, you know, even depression or anything that happens, people always still need housing. And so, you know, you're always going to have a need for it in one way or another yeah, the prices may change, but the need is still there. Yeah. So it's a great industry and there's no ceiling. I can build my business as big as I want it to be with 40 people that work for me, or I can just be me and be comfortable doing what I want to do on my own. So I find it a very flexible and, and actually incredible opportunity for almost anybody. Now, Justin, are you married? I am. Children? I have three. Three kids. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And, and boys, girls? Both? I have two boys that are older and one girl. So I've got uh, 13. Uh, my boy's going to be 13 on Saturday. So that's a big deal. Yeah. Oh, happy Becoming birthday. a teenager. Yeah. And then my, my younger son is 11 and my daughter's seven. So we've got a good mix. Yeah. She's yeah. a baby. That's, awesome. That worked out. Yeah. Yeah. She'll have protection. <laughs> yeah. Her yeah. brothers will take care of her. That's good. That's good. So from what we understand, your specialty, of course, is real estate, but the idea of, and, and I've heard it a few times when I was reading your bio, yeah. the home run method, okay? Can you explain to people what that is? Because, I mean, of course, you can get them a house or even rent them 
get them a rental or something like that, right? But how did the moving part of it, the home run method come together? So we, when you break down where we are, there's a lot of families here. And um, we just found that, and we're a family and we just recently moved and we found that the practice, it's, I think as realtors, we come disconnected with the move part of it and with the with the behind the scenes on the family side of it in like when the when the door's closed and 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 the realtor's gone what's going on behind the scenes with the family and um it becomes very transactional in that way um and so um you know having gone through it recently myself i came up with that kind of mindset that there's more to this than just finding them a house selling them the house selling their house and moving on um, it goes a little deeper than that. So we came up with a, a five-step method that kind of brings all of the those elements together with um, some special, some uh, sort of special partners that we work with in the area to help you finance. And as well, we've also uh, partnered with a company called Listing Loans that actually helps you finance work to be done to your house before you sell it. So this is kind of your niche in a way. So a lot of people will... Um, want to do updates to their home. In fact, updates prior to selling or little refreshing things prior to selling can increase the value of your home between six and so I've heard up to upwards of 20% in some cases. Um, and so doing those little things, that honey-do list is important. But I think for me, when we moved, we had a hard time getting it all done. And it was difficult because we were, you know, struggling to have a painter come in and all these different people come through our house and my dad was painting and there was all kinds of stuff going on. So we partner with this company that allows us to, um, to have, the, have a, a trusted contractor come in and do all of the work on one day or two days, get it all done, um, allow you not have to think about it. And then you don't even have to pay for it until the house closes. Oh, wow. Right. So, so you're not paying for that work because there's another element to this too, especially coming out of COVID where people are cash stra strapped when they're trying to move. Sometimes they're, they want to put as much as they can into the new house and so on and so forth. They don't want to put a ton into the old house. So they don't have the cash necessarily. A lot of it can be an equity, especially our area where prices have gone up by 20 odd percent in the last six months. So uh, there's a lot of equity in the home that they're using for the next purchase. So they don't necessarily have the cash. So that's a big element to it. Setting yeah. yourself on the right foot, being able to say, hey, your house looks amazing and perfect. We bring in the pro photographers. They, they do the right thing. I'm not just walking around with my cell phone taking photos, which I find to be just abhorrent. I can't believe people still do that. Um, and sorry. Yeah, but the iPhone's twelve hundred dollars. That's expensive camera. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. But the thing is, it tweaks a few realtors when I say that because they say, "Oh, well, these iPhones are as good." I'm like, "Yeah, but did you take courses to do lighting and all this other stuff? Do you have a camera that's worth fifteen thousand dollars? No, you don't. You don't understand that stuff. It's simple. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that process then slides into you know, uh, us giving you um, some some tools to be able to keep your kids involved. Um, you know, silly little things, it sounds silly, but even creating a family playlist for the move for music can be important because I know I remember as a kid, music is kind of, are some of the things that help me remember the events of my life. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Yeah, yeah that's, so that's, that's a free one for you. I won't charge you for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. But uh, yeah, so like we give you some tools to kind of help you through that process. 
um, including your financial portrait with our, uh, our mortgage broker that does a breakdown of everything you need so that you understand what you're getting into and where you can go. Um, I feel like a lot of people um, uh, get told they can afford this much, but they can really only afford this much payment, if you understand what I'm saying. And so it's really important to know exactly what you're getting into. And then, you know, transitioning the move into uh, the new home. Um, and then from there, not just leaving you uh, alone, but helping you maybe even create a future for your kids by helping you understand how those, those financial pieces fit together to help you invest in real estate as well. So we're not just finishing with the end of the transaction when you close, we're taking it to another level and saying, listen, we wanna help put a plan together so that your education for your children can be paid for, which is totally doable. And it's not as scary as you think, quite frankly, um, but it requires the right people around you. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, absolutely, that makes perfect sense. And what a great concept. Yes, I mean, I just... yeah, and so as you've seen, I was being interrupted there. Mm -hmm. I had an alarm go off about a question from someone on Facebook. They wanna know, and they're a realtor here in this area, okay? Mm -hmm. And they wanna know, is that something that you do just out of your pocket? The time spent with that? Is there a, 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 like a, a handout that you give to the people? How, how do you work, if you're a realtor, in the states here and you wanted to copy your process is that something you teach them sell them or how does that work sure so um i actually started a like another company called listingloans.ca um and all of that is being put together as we speak this is all very new stuff um and um this company um uh effect effectively finances the the move itself so for my clients um, the interest rate on the move is 0%, which is kind of an extra bonus for using us. Um, we will eventually sell that model and that, uh, that, um, those services around our, our province, like kind of like your state, Ontario. Right. Um, and, uh, and we will charge an interest rate for other realtors to use the product. Um, and we are also developing relationships with specific builders. So, the biggest key here is to not let the costs get out of control. So I, I prefer to, for example, if I was in your area, I might say to you guys, hey, listen, I want you to be our preferred builder to do this work. But what you have to commit to me is when I call you, you need to have a date and a time and a reasonable price because we're going to feed you business regularly. And then you'll come in on that date and, and execute on the work that needs to be done and, um, and get it completed in order for the realtor to then jump back in and do the photography on the next day if they so choose. Right. Um, so it's, um, I don't know if that answered your question properly, but yeah, we started a third company, like another company to be able to finance all of that separately. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you have more than just a good idea in it. You have put some uh, sweat equity in it and some money in it. And it just proves that you're, like you said, not just transactional with your client, Okay. Uh, I mean, I know realtors buy them a nice house closing gift and, you know, it's sealed on the way and then right. keep them on the newsletter list to stay in front of them, hoping that they have a friend that wants to sell a house. But what you're doing is creating a memory of you with them. So there's no, no need to say, oh boy, I hope they remember me. They're going to be talking about you. And that's such a new uh, idea. I'm sure that's going to build to be pretty big. So that's awesome. That is really good. Yeah, I yeah. Like that, the home run. And why, I guess, home and run, 
Home Why run. home run? Hmm. Interesting. So it's well home. That makes sense. I mean, right, we're yeah. real estate. I, uh, I grew up in near Toronto, obviously, and I played a lot of baseball, especially down in your country. Um, and so um, I, it kind of just came to me one day. Um, you know, I was a bit, I'm still a big Blue Jays fan. Um, and, you know, I watched all the 92, 93 World Series, which you guys don't remember, because a Canadian team won it. Um, but um, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so I was there for every home game. My dad had, I was lucky enough to have season tickets. So, I mean, this baseball has been ingrained in my life for, for many years. And, um, and so it was kind of a natural progression to talk about home, but also, you know, hitting a home run for our clients, all those connotations kind of make sense. Yeah. That, yeah. that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew there was more to it than just the home. Yeah. Part. <laughs> well, and, and I like, I like the, I like the analogy of it. I like I really like the fact that un, maybe, maybe this is part of your process, but you are building a relationship with people oh, yeah that's going to be long lasting. Long and I'm a big believer that your heart unlocks your pocket and you can't plan that or play on any of that. It's got to be real deal. And so you're providing something all the way down to a playlist to get their children involved. Yeah. That's cool. That that's because our sons will say, Hey, I remember when mom was listening to a, a CD uh, or a, a cassette in house. I'm going to give away your age a cassette tape in the car and and they but they have that memory like you know now it's a playlist but yeah. still that's hitting a nail right on the head that's really that's, good yeah. stuff I like that it's huge it's huge and it's the same story for me I mean I spent countless hours in a car driving around North America you know with my dad you know to baseball tournaments all over the place and the one constant was the music that we had in the car and to me, that's such a visceral memory that, you know, I can't really replace with anything else. It brings up smells and sounds and, yes, you know, like all that stuff, right? So, I mean, really, truly, like, it's something so simple, but creating a playlist that's playing in the background while you're packing the house, yeah. um, you know, while you're driving to the new house, all that stuff, that will be in their, your children's head for the rest of their life. Yeah. When they hear that song, that, that memory yeah. is going to come to them. Yeah. Remember when Dad made us go upstairs and carry the heavy boxes? Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. That's right. That really that is. Really is. Yeah. <laughs> that, so that answers one of our questions about getting but children involved. This is the one I'm really um, – okay. one of the things you, you had asked uh, – we talked about for topics is the myth of the right time to sell. Mm. So what's the myth around the right time to sell? Well, I just find like, um, I know in our area, so I, obviously I don't want to speak to your area because I don't know as, you know, your area specifically, but in our area, for example, um, there's a, a very simple um, sort of graph that shows the amount of sales that happen in any given time throughout the year. And it's kind of two pyramids that kind of pop up and down, one that kind of peaks in about June or just at the, at the beginning of June and then goes back down as summer comes along and kids kind of go to school or get out of school, uh, well, in normal world. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, and then the second one that kind of peaks out in, uh, it's sort of the beginning of November time, um, starts heading back up uh, in September as kids go back to school, uh, parents start thinking about moving again because they can leave their kids at home at school and go off and look for houses and so on. So um, that graph doesn't ever change. And, um, and it really gives you an idea when you look at the actual listings that are on the market during those times, the graph is kind of congruent with the amount of listings. So in other words, the more listings there are, the more houses tend to sell. 
And the less listings there are, the less houses tend to sell. That seems to make sense. It's pretty simple. Um, but I would also suggest that based on supply and demand, when there's less houses on the market, uh, people are afraid of listing in December and January. And I'm like, we've done some of the most business we've ever had in December and January in the last few years, because we go, we plow ahead and we say, you know what, the most serious buyers are looking for their house right now. On Christmas morning, when mom's got the whole family over, hopefully we'll be able to do that anyway. But when mom's got the whole family over on Christmas morning, she's got an iPad on and she's like, check out these houses that we've been looking at. It doesn't stop. Access to this information is 24 seven. So the reality becomes that when you're looking for a house to buy, it doesn't matter when you buy, but when you're looking to sell, it also doesn't matter because those buyers are also out there. And I think, in my opinion, even though you can't track it, the amount of buyers stays roughly the same all the time, um, even though the amount of listings fluctuates up and down. So my mindset has always been list when you're ready to list. And people go, well, what if I bought? Well, it's all, it's all relative. If I have to buy in the same market I'm listing in, the prices are up, that's fine. You, you'll get more for your house and you'll buy for more. It's the same. It's, it's all relative. Yeah, right, right. Sense, if, you, yeah. if you get less for your house and buy for less, it's the, yeah. 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 Don't get caught up on when, just get caught up on, am I ready to list? That's because right for that's you. your question, yeah. right? Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. So the, the myth is the right time to sell isn't those peaks, but it's anytime you're ready. Yeah. Well, when you're up against more listings, it would seem to me that, for example, you're going to take longer to sell. Right. Just because... Buyers are more discerning than they've ever been. Even in a seller's market, when they have to offer quickly, they still take their time. They have access to more information than they've ever had. And therefore they have to take the time to go through all that information. And they've decided that they want to take the time to go through multiple listings, especially when there's way more to look at. So, um, you know, logic would tell me list outside the peaks to get the most bang for your buck, but also know that you're going to be, buying in those at times too. So it's kind of all relative to the time that you buy or sell. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, makes perfect sense. sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolute perfect sense. Yeah. So um, in Canada is the coronavirus mm. as bad as they say it is here in the States? The short answer to that is no. Um, we have, we have gone to where we are specifically, we've gone into what they call stage three, which is, Bars and restaurants are opening, uh, are open, um, and uh, yeah, I know. limited capacities. Our, our malls have opened now. I was at a mall yesterday uh, buying for my kid's birthday, um, and so yeah, we're we're. I wouldn't say we're getting back to normal. We're still a long way from it, but um, I would suggest to you that, um, like, I we're in the we maybe hit a hundred cases in our area, maybe. Wow. So, I mean, we didn't, you know, and I think as a whole, as a country, there have been some flare ups, but uh, we've done quite well in flattening the curve, as they say. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Americans are a little bit more in a hurry than that. <laughs> so they've been up and down the stages of it. Yeah. And uh, now uh, the mask requirements. Maybe yeah. That'll slow things and, down. and we wear masks when we go on, on in people's houses or in the, we've been in the mall and, uh, uh, you know, there's, you can still fly and do, you can still do a lot of things, you know, um, Everything you want to. but how has, do you, 
think or has it even affected your business? So we had about a month, I would say April, where it really just kind of shut down. You know, obviously you're not doing open houses anymore. Our, our board has mandated and actually the government mandated no open houses. So we weren't allowed to do that, which is fine. We did virtual open houses instead, which is cool. Um, we've really taken advantage of that opportunity. Um, and um, so there was about a month where it was like, it's kind of not appropriate to call people and, and make it, you know, like, and unless you're looking in on them to make sure they're okay. Kind of thing. Like you're not doing cold calling and marketing like you normally would in this, in this right. climate. Um, and then after that, it started to slowly pick back up and, and I've been following the stats every week for my sellers um, that have been hanging on. And uh, you know, I would say probably about a month ago, we were back to February statistics of how many showings, uh, we've been having and not just my listings, but like across the GTA, which is the greater Toronto area, we have a, a statistical breakdown from our one of our providers. And um, we were back up by the middle of June, we were back up to sort of the same amount of showings as we were getting in February to our listings. Wow. So, um, and I think I mentioned it a few minutes ago, our market's gone up into the tens of percent um, in the last 60 days. I mean, we're talking about I had one of my buyer agents did an offer on a property in the neighboring town that had 55 offers on it. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, this is the norm right now. We're back to 2017. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys experienced it like we did, but the end of, or the beginning of 2017 upwards into April, um, we had about 270 listings on the market in Burlington and things were going insane. The, the uh, Ontario government changed some things. And by the end of May, we had 700 listings on the market and there was nothing going on <laughs> for well, that, sale. That was post Harvey for us. So no, it yeah. wasn't the same. It was yeah. right after Harvey. So 2017 was a little rough for, for yeah. the real estate industry and a lot of industries here, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been right now from what we hear, uh, anything for $300,000 right and yeah. down less than about 48 hours on the market. Yes. Anything over isn't, you know, um, it's it's kind of hard to say it's i don't big thing i'm hearing about now is investors mm -hmm. are kind of perching waiting uh they're saying that with the time coming in the next month or two maybe three would be a lot of foreclosures you know what i mean so i mean and there's just a lot going on but for for us what we have found is that there's still a lot of opportunity and and i know that there's people out there that are struggling and and we're blessed not to be in that boat. But the fact is, there's other ways to make opportunities. Like, so for instance, the whole real estate market, you have figured out another niche in there to sell your opportunity, so to speak, as an agent to deal with because you offer more. Yeah. And sometimes I think that we get in these types of situations so we can reconstruct or reconfigure what we were doing and make it better. Mm -hmm. And who doesn't like to have a month off to spend with your children and your wife in the house? I mean, come on now. Yeah. You know what? There's two ways to look at it. And you take the positive side. I mean, listen, I got to spend way more time with my family than I had done in previous years. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, there were moments that we had some problems, but, and Fortnite has been prevalent. I'll be honest. I don't know. I mean, it's a thing, right? So, but uh We've come out the other side um, stronger, happier. Even my, the relationship with my wife has gotten better. We've, we've been through some challenges, but 
we, we were able to, to figure it out and, and be better people for it. Right. Um, but yeah, your point is very valid. Like I, you know, I think it was uh, Warren Buffett that said when fear and, and, and problems are happening, investors are ready to jump. Right. So, um, I mean, like the reality here up here as well is there's a lot of people looking for those opportunities. And as of September in our area, we're going to have to start paying our mortgages again because we had a mortgage deferral program. And if someone misses a payment in September, it'll be January, February before the bank is legally able to foreclose if they don't make that payment up. So I, I for, I'm probably going to see January, February time, a bunch of foreclosures come on the market right, that right. Could, you know, could affect the overall temperament of how things are going. I think people are taking advantage of the opportunities that are there right now and, and trying to, to figure stuff out. But I think the biggest problem that's happening right now for us and what's driving this market is people are, go, are basically saying, I'm going to go, because it's such a seller's market, I'm going to go find a house to buy before I list. Because if I go find that house and there's 10 other offers, I might not get it. Right. If I list my house, there'll be 10 offers and it'll sell really quick and I'll have nowhere to go. Right. So the snowball, yeah. effect, the snowball yeah. effect becomes, I'm not going to list my house until I find something. And if everybody's doing that and nobody's listing their house, there's nothing to buy. There's yeah. nothing to buy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so Justin, have you ever thought about, or have you put this information, especially with the whole move thing and the whole how to build a relationship once you become a realtor type of thing? Have you put that in a book? In a book? Oh my gosh, I don't have time for a book right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, you. but it's just like. So, I mean, there's such information there. Yes. So, you know, my uh, youngest son, we have a family business. He has his real estate license, and it's more for the investment side of things right now, right? But he's 25, so he's just kind of growing into a lot of different opportunities. But moving forward, you know, in these big companies like Keller Williams and, and Remax, and they have all these training programs for people to become part of a team when you come out of real estate school. And the, the stuff that you're talking about should be some type of course yeah. that you should be benefiting from to, to, to teach. I mean, that's you. What, my focus as a whole is to use real estate to, uh, to have a, uh, to, to get to the next level for my family and my life. Like, you know, I'm using it as a tool to be able to create, you know, uh, a life for my family and so on. And, um, and I'm happy to have conversations with people like the, like the teaching part of it for me is I teach courses. I, I work for Cal, with a Keller Williams brokerage. So I know the, I know the brand and I understand the training. I'm teaching a course on August 12th um, called uh, lead generating through social media. Mm -hmm. um, and so all the stuff that I'm learning and I'm doing, I have a coach that teaches me a ton of stuff and, and business practices and all kinds of things that I've been, I've been dealing with up here who actually works North America wide if, and actually worldwide, quite frankly, if, if anybody needs her name, cause she's amazing. Um, but um, she, she was one of the practitioners of what I eventually set up. Like she was one of the people that said, this is what we need to be doing and you got to go do this. So, um, so, you know, it's always about learning. But the thing about me is if my focus is this and my dreams and goals are this, if people need that information, I'm happy to share. I don't think I'm going to be competing with that many people that are going to, you know, so I'm happy to have a conversation over the phone or a zoom or whatever, just to discuss some of these things. Um, 
just send me a bottle of wine or something. I'm <laughs> That's awesome. That's really, I, I really like, uh, I like your process. I yeah. really think it's good. It's genuine. And we feel like we've just not just met someone in Canada, but we met someone in Canada that's a realtor and we know hundreds of realtors in this area, but you took the time to come up with something that is just huge. I think as far as yeah. providing for your client. So, yes. you know, I mean, that next step. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's what separates you. Cause you know, if you talk to 10 realtors and said, what separates you from the other realtors, none of them have your answer. Nope. So you really are separated and that makes you the thought leader in your industry. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Great job. Well, and, and to add to that, if you scroll through any of my social media, a lot of what we're doing is sort of, it's, it's recorded there. So everything I, ha I do and everything, everybody who I speak to and, and all the transactions I do, I don't do, do just solds and just listings. I do, I do a story that talks about the people that I was involved with the transaction with. That to me is far deeper and more interesting and brings more value to you guys as viewers or potential clients in what I do. So rather than just sold, just listed, just sold, just and my whole feed filled up with that, excuse me, garbage, um, you know, just because I do business doesn't mean you should give me your business, right? Right. I'm a human and, and I need, and part of the transaction is the human interaction. Mm -hmm. And therefore that's what I'm trying to prove to people is that you can be a human in real estate and not just be Uber business person or, or be too casual with it. There's a middle ground for it. I still wear a suit and tie sometimes. <laughs> when you have to, right? <laughs> <laughs> You know? Yeah, just nowadays you don't have to wear the pants, just the jacket and the tie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're running out of time, Justin, and uh, so a couple of things I'd like to do is... Tell them, and, and I wanted to say real quickly, I was noticing on your website that you can download, is it a white paper, a, a ebook, or something from about the yeah. Home Run Guide? Sure, yeah. Um, the, uh, the Home Run Guide is actually available at jlrealtygroup.ca forward slash home hyphen run is that right i'm leaning to my wife and administrator home run yes home slash home hyphen run and that will get you to the guide and that will give you basically the five steps a breakdown of the five steps of what we do and uh as far as people getting in touch with you uh and i know that you said you do some stuff for keller williams is there opportunities that people reach out to you that you might be able to put them on a zoom call and kind of walking through a process that maybe they can buy as a franchise from you later down the road or something like that there? Sure. I mean, you know what, that listing loans thing is a great opportunity. Um, if I can build it out properly here and make it work uh, effectively, which we've already seen good results from, um, then yeah, like anytime. So if anybody anywhere wants to reach out and figure out the model and we can put it together, I'm happy to help. There's no question. Oh, tell them how they can get a hold of you. So, um, you know, yeah, so my, I'll give you my direct cell number. How about that? So right. it's 905-407-9837. Uh, that is long distance if you're in the U.S., just so you know. Um, or you can email me at justin at jlrealtygroup.ca. That's cheaper. So <laughs> anytime, any place, I'm happy to answer questions, have conversations, um, you know, even if you're looking for someone, I know a lot of people all across North America, if you're looking for a realtor that has the same mindset as me, 
um, in your areas, I'm happy to try to help and find those people because I have tons of contacts all across the country, your country. So uh, that's awesome. Well, we can't thank you enough for spending time with us today, man. And yes, we just, uh, we hope that when you write that book, you come back on the show and, and, and let us help you market it as well. And uh, any new stuff you come up with, please feel free. You know, you can just email us and we'd love to have you back on the show. Uh, I'd be happy to. This has been fun. Thank you. Enjoy uh, your birthday party on Saturday. Yeah, because uh, 13 only comes one time. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. All right. Thanks again, Justin. Have All right, buddy. Evening. You have a great one. Thank you. When that was pretty cool. That's I did my research, yes. which you say I never do. And I looked up the stuff, but I had no idea of that how, process. Yeah, how the process works. And what's really cool, Jeez. what's really cool is that much like us, right? He has a coach. Mm -hmm. Okay. And between him and the coach, they tried to figure out something that would make his company a little bit different than everybody else's. Yeah. I that's think what that's you have to do. Awesome. You have to differentiate yourself, and, and that's a great yeah. You have to, to do you it. have to invest in yourself. It's like if you're going to go sell your house, right? Yeah. You have to fix it up. You have yeah. to invest in a little bit in it. And if you're going to move, and he's right, like if you're trying to find a house, pack up, move, get the kids, blah blah blah, and you have to worry about oh, I have to fix this or paint that or like yeah, it's a husband's nightmare because he's got like three months of apologies to make for being the idiot <laughs> through the whole process because he was overwhelmed. If you just kept it up to begin with, right? And your mom, you know, the mom, the wife of the house, the spouse, yeah. she's used to multitasking. So it's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really a good idea. And Genius, yeah, yeah it's, this is really cool. I'm really glad that we had the opportunity to to talk with Justin today, and we'll hopefully we'll get him back on the show. Yes. And, uh, and and help market what he's doing up there in Canada. So uh, I hope everyone joins in next week. Uh, I did not look and see who the guest is next week. Mm. But I can tell you one thing I know for sure. She'll be here. And I'll be here as well. So make sure to join us at housetalkradio.com. Thanks, folks. And have a great, great Easy for you to say. Great rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks for listening to House Talk Radio. We'll be back next week with another distinguished guest. You won't want to miss it. And don't forget to check us out at housetalkradio.com.